Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Blazion Wellness Podcast. I am your one of your hosts anyway, Coach Tamika, and you all can see in this screen who else is with me, my BFF, even though she don't like it when I say it, and the whole wide world, Sex Coach Mary. She's never going to let that down. Hi, Mayor. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> How are you? Great. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> you look great. I'm seeing extra cleavage today. Oh, shit. Yeah, well, you know, that's my phone. It's catching more of an angle since yeah, I was having good. difficulties with my uh, computer. Good so girl. Looking all sexy. And yeah, right. <laughs> we also have with us our very special guest, someone we love who was in one of our first podcast series, therapist and relationship coach, Sachi Nita. Hi, Sachi. Welcome back. Thank you for having me back. It's amazing to catch up with you guys. Oh my God. Thank you. You look amazing. Amazing. So today, guys, Sachi is going to talk about relationship breakups and they're hard. In her heart for, I would say, everybody, especially if you were in love with a person. Mm-hmm. So, Sachi, tell us the number one thing that you think anybody going through a breakup can do to start the healing process. Mm. Honestly, several things pop to mind. Let me categorize that. Go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do think like the first thing is to just feel the feelings. Um, mm. Like regardless of like what ever happens, it's just it's better to feel. Even if you're crying for a few days or weeks, you know, you need to let it all out because you, if you just keep it in. What I've noticed is anger just goes up, blame goes up, which is not healthy for you. Because you're just going to sound maybe bitter because you're keeping everything else in. You know, like I hated myself whenever I went through breakups and I wouldn't like be sad about it that I desperately needed to be sad about. And I would just like really get bitter towards myself. And I'm like, of course he broke up with you. Look at you. You like, you know, and all the blame would be shifted towards me. Mm. Rather than if I just cried, I would be like, okay. I mean, it's hard, but I, eventually it would get better. Like I'm letting out all the emotions, you know. Oh, I definitely agree. You got to let out those emotions because you keep it in. And like you said, you become, you become more hateful of yourself, mm-hmm. of even other people. And when you don't let it out, you have the potential to carry that baggage into yeah. your next relationship. And I agree, cry it out. I be, I cry all the time. I be crying for nothing. I be like, Mary yells at me, I'm crying. No, I'm just kidding, Mary never yells at me. <laughs> I was but gonna say, when did I yell at you? Never. It feels like it feels so good. And when you come from a place where people think crying is weak, I mean, even growing, you know, if you're crying, they're like, don't cry, you know, don't let them see you cry. So you, you know, get 
listening in. But I'm telling you, for the last 10 years, crying makes a world of difference. A world mm -hmm. of difference. So I agree. That's a good point. What else? Um, I This may be a very weird thing, but I actually um, go through the text, if it's through the text, or just the conversation, just to see if there are any points in me that um, might change the way I tell the story, so to speak. Because mm. I feel like we, we would like change the story to suit us, to make us look better, so to speak. Mm -hmm. But I want to like have at least some form of like an objective truth to the whole thing, you know? Mm. Like, no, I don't, I don't think that's a weird thing. That's, that's, that's a good thing because like you said, you know, we'll go through something and to make ourselves look better, we'll change the story. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like it, it's like you don't own to, own your fault, you know, yeah. like own what what you did wrong, you know. So exactly. I think that I think that's a good thing because a lot, you know, a lot of people when they they break up and this is just, you know, friends in the past, mm -hmm. you know, they'll say, yeah, you know, that mofo broke up with me, blah, blah, blah. And then over time, as they're repeating the story, little tidbits come out. And, you know, they'll say things like, yeah, well, I slapped him in the fucking face and I did this. And I'm like, oh, 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 well, what happened now? You know, oh, I didn't tell you that. And I'm like, uh, yeah. no, you know, or they'll say, well, you know, because I was talking to this guy. I'm like, wait, what? You know, so then all these little things slowly start yeah. coming out later on. And then you're like, wow. So, you know, it wasn't just all his fault, you know, Um so that is, that's a good thing that you do that. And I think we should all do that. You know, it's, it's like you cannot control the other person's action. Like, right. Your exes, like they need to own up to their part of the exactly. breakup, the fights, whatever it is, whatever is leading up to the breakup. Mm -hmm. And I need to own up to mine. Exactly. Otherwise, it's like I'm going to be stuck in that. Like, he's horrible. Mm -hmm. He might mm -hmm. be, but it's not only his fault. It's also mine. Right. It, both people in any breakup so right. it's like it's good to remember that okay this is where I messed up is it something I can actually work on because like that would like I, I truly believe that like to meet the right person you have to like take steps towards being the right person mm -hmm. amen so mm. like if you don't know where you messed up it's kind of hard to work on yourself to get to that point of meeting right. that person yep exactly Exactly. Yeah, because no one, no one is perfect. We all have areas where we can improve. Absolutely, you know. Mm -hmm. And you know, in each relationship, yeah, you got to keep working on yourself because the next person is not going to be like the last person. Exactly. It's going to be somebody different. So, yeah, I feel you. I feel your pain. I did a lot of. I, I made many, many mistakes over the years in in my breakups. Like, I mean, there were times where I was like serial dating. I went from one boyfriend to another to another. You know that saying, mm. like to get over someone, you get under another. That's basically what I did. <laughs> that was my motto. <laughs> until recently, uh, not recently, I'm sorry. Until about, I, I don't know why I say recently because it wasn't even recent. Until about nine, almost 10 years ago when I had my last son. After that, 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 um, after that breakup, I stayed single for four long years. That was the longest time. And when I say single, I mean like 
single, single, like nothing. Like there were cobwebs forming and everything. <laughs> That's an image right there. Yeah, <laughs> it really so, is. Cobwebs. So I well, so then so people understand what I'm trying to say, you know. So I mean, and that was I have to say that was the best thing I did. The best thing, even though it wasn't fun, I just focused on me, my baby, and you know, it was the good. I loved the other kids. Oh, well, <laughs> I focused on me and my children. Thank you, okay. thank you. And I just, you know, I, I didn't worry about guys. I didn't talk to anybody. I didn't try to look for anybody, and it was the best thing because I learned a lot about myself. Mm-hmm. and a lot many many women don't do that we don't give no, our, no. ourselves time to heal because we don't want to feel that pain you know mm-hmm. we don't want to look like oh shit you know I'm still single and they're already with somebody else you know that's like a, mm-hmm. it's a you know it's an ego thing you know we're like okay well he's dating somebody else well shit I gotta get somebody too and I gotta get somebody better <laughs> you See, know that's like societal pressure which sucks like why is yeah. being single not a good thing I feel like no matter like who you are, I feel like you need that alone time to grow regardless. Yeah. Like, even if yeah. you've like been married or if you've been in a long-term relationship, I feel like once in a while I'm like, hey, I need to like just go somewhere by myself and just like focus on me, you know? And it's mm-hmm. that okay, but then being single when you are focusing on yourself, not okay. Like, I don't know. Exactly. it's like you have to like debunk society in that way it's like being single yeah. is great because that way you like when you are actually ready today you know exactly what you want and there's no like oh the societal pressure of like oh my god I do not know what I want so I'm just gonna like try to date this person even though something is off and like mm-hmm. being single is amazing you could do whatever yeah. you want and <laughs> sleep with whoever you want <laughs> Uh, you don't have to answer to anybody. You Hell just... yeah! Oh my god! I'm telling you, I ooh, mm, single life was very, very is very different, and it was very fun. And you mm-hmm. do you need that because you need to explore who you are, and especially like when you're in your your twenties, you don't. You don't know. Like my favorite line to my daughter who just turned 20 is, you don't even know what you don't know yet. What you think is hot right now at 20 <laughs> may not be hot at 25. Just oh, like yeah. who you thought was hot when you were 16, you just looked at him and was like, oh God, my, what was I thinking? Because it's <laughs> different. Yeah. So, you know, use your, your especially your 20s to go out, explore, and just like have fun so that you know what you want. Explore a lot. That's right, instead of jumping and jumping and jumping. And it's like you jump from relationship to relationship, you don't heal yourself. Mm -hmm. And for some women, like you got the the women who internalize it and be like, oh, it just, it must've been on me. What did I do? What did I say? Then you got the women who were more like me, who like, fuck that motherfucker, it's all his fault. He done did this, he done, like either <laughs> way, it, it's it's so bad. And I, I remember my breakup with the person I was with before my husband. And it was like, it was bad. Like I literally had my baby strapped 
jumping out of a damn window to get away from this man. And I remember that, that hatred for men. And I would laugh with my coworker at the time because she was all, she also had a long-term relationship. And we were like, you ain't want to be in a room with the both of us because you, you would have thought we were lesbians or something. Because we was like, fuck all men, we can't stand them. She used to go, anything that looked like an M-E-N, I don't want nothing to do with it. And we would just laugh. And that was a hard time, but it was a crucial time. And if mm-hmm. I didn't heal, I really do believe that if I didn't take the time to spend four years by myself, that I would not have attracted the type of husband that I have. Because God would have said, no, you are too much of a good man to be with this crazy bitch. (laughs) So it sucks. It sucks sometimes, but I did have fun. I have fun being married, but ain't nothing like being single. You can just (laughs) try out the new flavors yes Sashi try out many flavors <laughs> and then tell me about it <laughs> so I could live through you <laughs> yes so we could just be like yes and I could go to Mary remember how it was in your 20s <sighs> I was like the biggest hoe in my 20s thank you yeah. That's why I missed my 20s, 20, late 20s into 30s. I was like the biggest freaking hoe. Yeah. That's why you had that last baby. Oh, That's yeah. why. Yeah, no, no. It was time for you to not be a hoe because you were being yeah. crazy. Oh, no. Yeah. It was so fun. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Right. You'd be dead by now. That's it. Sure. I think you'd be dead by now. <laughs> right. She'd have had a heart attack doing stuff. She would be gone. <laughs> I did a lot of crazy things. This, oh. but this is not the this is not the uh, show for that. <laughs> That's this a show not, all on its own. This is not Blazing Wellness Podcast. True Confessions. No, we we well, we're not doing fun. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's gonna be a fun one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, true well, confessions. Mm. Well, maybe that'll be uh, one for the live. People could come on and uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll <laughs> see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So I like that. Spend the time by yourself with yourself. I like that. And take a good look at yourself because sometimes we don't want to do that either. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Like, you know, why wouldn't we? We have to deal with ourselves. That's You're right. right. That's right. See what we did wrong and what we did right or how we mm-hmm. contributed or, you know. Yeah. I like that. So what, what's the next step or your next mm-hmm. suggestion? Um, healing. It, it comes in a lot of forms. Um, I know some people that heal through dating others, maybe even if they're not ready, just, you know, putting themselves out there. And then other people just, you know, focus on friendships because I've noticed that a lot, like me included, sometimes I do not focus on friendships as much. Like I'm still available for all my friends. I'm still there all the time, but it's just, it's less on my priority. And I would like to like, I usually like to get my priorities straight. And that's very healing Mm -hmm. for me. It's like, I'm like, oh, I'm more, I'm there more for my friends. I'm hanging out with them more. I'm 
you know, we're making more plans than I usually would. And it does not include like, oh, this person's coming with me and you've got to be okay with it. <laughs> like, you know. Oh, no. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, when you're in a relationship, isn't it pretty, I mean, it's normal for you to kind of pull away from your friends a little bit, mm. you know, because you do have to pay attention to your partner, you know? I yeah, mean, but, I mean, it's okay if it's a little bit, but I, it's like, um, for me, it comes and goes in waves where I'm like, mm. I'm pulling away a little bit, but then at times I'm like completely withdrawn. I'm like, mm. I haven't talked to them in like two months. And I know it's oh, not only, shit. Right. I, I don't know if it's like, like that over there but in thailand that's definitely like the case no like, that's everybody that's yeah. that's yeah that doesn't discriminate against any country race i mean that's yeah. just us humans we yeah. we do that you know we focus on you know our partner and then we kind of forget who we are some people totally <laughs> lose themselves they'll yeah. totally give up everything just to focus <laughs> and that's where that is the beginning to the end and I've done that I've done that and Mm -hmm. that's how most of my relationships ended is I basically lost myself in that person I stopped doing Mm -hmm. things that I loved um I stopped hanging out with my friends because I was so far up their ass thinking like you know and that also comes with with self-esteem as well Mm -hmm. you know because I thought oh my god if I don't stay there if I'm not around then they might leave for somebody else better you know so that was all that that's a whole nother a whole nother topic but um yeah you gotta stay consistent with things that you love doing yeah, you know and that I did this late in life it's it's so hard because like it's almost like we like this goes back to the societal thing again it's like we almost celebrate like being in a relationship as being mm-hmm. better mm-hmm. than someone who's happy by themselves for example and mm-hmm. they're like but you need to find someone but what if I don't want to? But then... What's wrong with you? What do yeah. you mean you don't want to? Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that, just like, that's true. That's true. And that like messes up with the self-esteem that you were talking about, Mary. It was just like, mm-hmm. I'm like, so I only have self-esteem when I'm in a relationship. So I need to hold on to this person, even if it's, it's even if they're not healthy for me. I, I need mm-hmm. to be there. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Because some people think when they're single that, Something is wrong with them because they're single. Mm -hmm. And that's why they will gravitate and go with people that aren't for them. Because to them, at least I got somebody. People are not Mm -hmm. looking at me funny. And I mean, you're still young. I have friends that are, you know, me and Mary's age that are single, that do not have any children, nor do they want to be in a relationship, nor they don't even want any children. But the first Mm -hmm. thing, you know, somebody will say is, Oh, you're not married? Are you divorced? No, never been married. Do you have any kids? No. What's wrong with you? What you mean? <laughs> what you mean? What's wrong with right. me? Like they think you're lacking in something, and you know these women are not. They're like building their careers and having more fun than I know I am most of the time. But that that's that's the way society thinks. So if you're a woman and you don't have any children, and you're not with somebody. Something's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. but we don't ask the same questions to men I've noticed no uh, I have like a lot of like male friends who are like single but nobody really asks them like hey when are you gonna 
get a girlfriend. Some of my male friends have been single for eight years now. Wow. And still nobody's asking them that question. It's just... I, I think it's more... Um, I, I, I think it's, it's, it's not as common for us. You know, it's, it's more... How can I say it? I think insulting. Like if you ask a guy, why, aren't, why don't you have a woman? Because I don't know. I mean, I always thought it was always the woman's decision to take on the man or to mm. see like we, we basically have control. You know, um, we basically have the power. Well, I think we do anyway. But um, so I think that's why a lot of people don't really ask men. They'll ask more the women because we're the one deciding, you know, usually men are the ones who chase typically. Mm. Um, I mean, now, of course, you know, now that we're in, you know, um, the 21st century, we are in the 21st century, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, now women chase after men. Listen, I never said I was freaking the smartest. Okay. So, so I have to just check. We didn't go to the 22nd century. <laughs> But you know what I'm trying to say, right? I'm like, shit, if I say the wrong thing to you, because you'll be like, no, Mary, that's not what it is. <laughs> so I think that's why there's more pressure on the women. And plus, we're the ones having children. Guys could have kids way past the age of 50, 60 years old because, mm. you know, but women, we our childbearing days are, are kind of, you know, they're limited to what, 45-ish, yeah. you know, until you hit menopause. 50, you know. As long as you have your period, I guess. As long as you, you, know? got, your, or you got money. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that too, so. <laughs> not, not that I, I don't know why somebody would want one at 50, but. Hell no, but. But no, we don't judge you if you want one at 50, no problem. No, I can understand <laughs> if you never had any and then you know you want you want some. Mm. Oh yeah, but to have more shit. Or they need to come to my house. <laughs> Another baby? Every time I think be nice, then I go visit my goddaughter. I like I'm gonna go see her Saturday. And by the third hour, and she's a good baby, you know, but after that third hour, I'm like. Whew, all right, here's your mama. I gotta go. I'm tired. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. So, but I never thought about it like that, Mary. So that's very true. You know, I just figured they don't ask them because they know men are dogs and, you know. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's basically, it's basically that. But I mean, you know, it's what it is. I kind of lost my like, chain of thought. Do we really need that? extra pressure though <laughs> no, just be don't. like mind your business mind and your business that's, that's an answer i would say <laughs> yeah we need to be women us women we need to be a little more vocal and i wish i hmm. wish i was more vocal back then like in my 20s and hmm. my 30s because i was yeah. so submissive and i took so much shit from people and it wasn't until later on that i started saying okay this is how we're going to do things. This is how it's going to be. Oh, you want to break up? All right, whatever. You know, I mean, when my son's father broke up with me, yeah, you know, I cried. I was eight months pregnant, for God's sake. I know I'm about to give birth, but I was mainly crying because I was thinking in my head, how stupid are you to get pregnant again? 
you're going to be a single mom again and this guy is such a loser i like how embarrassing oh fuck mm. i hope he's not gonna watch this but anyways and um it's the truth <laughs> and i and i helped him pack but i was fine and after that i said you know what i went into my little man hating stage and i was like fuck these guys i don't want to deal with nobody mm. no more and the funny thing is when i did that People, guys would hit me up on Facebook and I'm like, are you fucking serious? Do you not see I have an, an infant? Like, no, I'm not trying to do anything like you the fuck alone, you know? Um, and it, it, it took time. And I wish I was more aggressive in that sense and more vocal and, you know, but I guess better late than never. Exactly. Exactly. Better late than never. Like- being local, not just like, like after a breakup or when you're like dating around, I think like being vocal in general is like mm-hmm. an important mm-hmm. skill to like learn because like nobody's going to sit here and guess what you're feeling. Like, right. You got to yeah. share that. Yeah. And honestly, this, this is one thing I've noticed with the people I work with or even myself is that if I'm not being vocal with my partner or the person I'm dating or someone I like, it usually means that I'm not comfortable enough to be vocal. Mm. And it's not just me. It's a lot of women I work with. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's a red flag if you cannot be vocal. Really? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. that means you're not comfortable on a certain level. And that's telling you that, like, this person is not for you because you're not comfortable. Right. Exactly exactly because you should be comfortable with anybody and everybody Mm -hmm. so you're right and that's definitely hard in in the workplace Mm -hmm. because you know being a woman and especially depending on what type of career you have it's they don't want to talk they don't want to speak up you know I'm in so many meetings where women are the minority and they won't they won't say much and then after the meeting then they come up with all these ideas and I'm like well, why you ain't say that? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm like, oh gosh. So women do need more of a voice. Yes. We're better than we were. Yeah. We are. But we as a gender, if I can even say that with all this politically correctness mm-hmm. on, um, we we still have a long way to go mm-hmm. with that. Yeah, it's just like, and we are told that it's okay if you don't feel comfortable in our relationships, which I think is like such a huge factor. It's like, it's okay. It's just a rough time, whatever. Like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we have to make that. Yeah, we have to make those compensations. You know, it's like, wait, why am I doing all the work? You're upset about this, Mm -hmm. about a behavior I have. Okay, I'm gonna work on it. But why am I the only one working on it? Why aren't you, as my partner, not doing anything to work on the stuff that makes me uncomfortable in our relationship? Or at least just like being open to trying things that I like mm-hmm. rather than dismissing them. That's just how you that know openness. the relationship is. Yeah, yeah that, that's how you know. And, uh, you know, from, from experience, hmm. I've made so many um, excuses for past uh past relationships and I always thought I had to compromise 
and give up things and not say anything because I don't know why I always thought there was like this imaginary rule book mm-hmm. for women that we were supposed to do this. And I remember I said this to Tamika years ago and I said to her, well, um, aren't you supposed to let the guy have like female friends? And she goes, who, who said? And I'm like, well, isn't that just how it is? And she goes, no. She goes, I don't, my husband doesn't have female friends and I don't have male friends. And she goes, and that works for us. She goes, that's our rules. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so you can make your own shit up? She goes, yes, sunshine. She goes, who told you that you couldn't? I was like, I don't fucking know. I was like, I thought there was like some kind of rule book. Like it's like understood in the universe. Like I swear to God, and I'm not even trying to be funny. I really thought there was like this unspoken set of rules that we were supposed to follow. Like, it's okay if the guy wants to have female friends, like that's okay. Even though that didn't make me comfortable, I should allow it because it's just a friend. So why am I giving a hard time? You know, and I didn't learn this later on until I said, you know what? No, fuck that. If that female or whomever is going to make me uncomfortable and you as my significant other can't respect that, then we don't need to be together. And that's just how it is. So now how me and my husband are, um, anything that makes me uncomfortable or women in his past that used to have crushes on him, if they text him or hit him up, he shows me all their messages. Here, this person hit me up. I didn't answer. Just for the, and I don't ask. I don't say anything. And I'm like, I don't care. I trust you. You know, but he's like, well, you know, in in my past, you know, other women have had Mm. issues. So I just want to be very open with you and I'm not hiding anything. Mm. And I like that. I like that he's so open because then Mm. it doesn't leave me room to wonder, like, well, are you really doing something? You know, he'll leave his phone out. You know, now I have the password to his phone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not that I'm going to do anything with it, but I'm just saying like, it's, it's, it's comfortable, yeah. you know, and if I have an, and I could be myself around him. So, I mean, I, I don't really say a lot of things just cause I don't want to be like disrespectful, like, you know, saying I'm a hoe in the past. Cause you know, that's not cool, but you know, he, I think he knows anyways, but um, it should be comfortable. You should be able to tell your significant other and they should care enough to go, you know what? I'm sorry that bothers you. I'm going to work on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because oh, it's like, it's, it's a give and take almost right. it's like okay yeah. you're uncomfortable I'm gonna work on this I'm uncomfortable you're gonna work on this and I think it's right. it's, it's a lot of relationships end up being blamey it's like mm-hmm. why do you feel uncomfortable why are you jealous like honestly if like like jealousy is a thing that like wouldn't come up if I felt secure or right. any person and this goes for both guys and girls it's like if you felt secure, like jealousy is not really an issue at all. Yeah. Exactly. True. No, you're yeah, right. You feel secure. I also think another part of it that we don't um, acknowledge is when we're choosing people to be our partners, we have to make sure that they are on the same wavelength. Because if you have a conversation, like, you know, the conversation that Mary was talking about with, you know, Mm -hmm. that my husband and I had before we even started dating, that was a deal breaker for me. If you want to keep going out with your friends and do stuff, you can. I'll still be your friend. We cool. But you can't have no relationship with me because that's not what I want. And that's okay. But we don't have conversations like that. We mm-hmm. just, we get into the relationship and then have these conversations and then think we got to settle instead of having those conversations 
great mm-hmm. health, you know? And yeah. I think by doing that, we can save ourselves a lot of heartache if we know yeah. what we want and have that conversation. Now, sometimes they'll lie and say, oh yeah, that's me. And then you get into it and then that's their representative. But at least, you know, you did your, your part. Right. Yeah. So, um, the other interesting thing about those kinds of conversation is that it's okay to like change your point of view. Like maybe mm-hmm. like in the beginning of a new relationship, it's okay to be like, this is like a non-negotiable for me and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But then, like, once that security, that trust, that comfortableness does like come up, then you can be like, you know what? Like, I think I'm open to trying this to see if I feel comfortable with it or not. So it's not like exactly. a set that like deal breaker that's it it's it's not that we tend to have more deal breakers when it's the beginning yeah. and then if we do feel secure enough we, I feel like anyone would like take a step back from that deal breakers if we do feel comfortable enough with the person mm-hmm. yeah exactly I've that's done. okay exactly exactly it's We're like why does that have to be like hard and fast rules of like it's always going to be no right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it all comes down to your comfort level yeah and, and knowing yourself yeah if you feel and comfortable know. enough and you may not know the answer to a thing it could be like hey have you considered being poly this comes up a lot now mm-hmm. everyone is like no i don't i don't want to be poly i don't want to be in an open relationship or anything else but monogamous but Mm -hmm. if you felt secure and comfortable enough you would at least give it a try before sticking to the hard and fast no Mm. especially if it's something you've never learned about or thought about or even considered Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I'd I'd never consider that that's just (laughs) me personally and it's not about me being uncomfortable in my relationship it's about me knowing how, especially if you pick the wrong person, how that could be the beginning of the end of your relationship. And sometimes you don't even know. You can think that that person is the person. And, you know, I got too many friends walking around here with broken marriages because they tried it thinking this was their friend or their what. And then all of a sudden, them two caught feelings. Something you can't predict. Yeah. So it's like, that's something I never had any desire to do at, mm-hmm. at all, but that's just me. Some people do it and it works for them. Yeah. It, it wouldn't work for, for me. It wouldn't work, wouldn't even work for him. I asked him before, you want a threesome? Let's have a threesome. He's like, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I thought that was every man's fantasy. He goes, not all. If you got, if you, his words to me were, if you have everything you want, and this woman do, does everything you want. The hell I need to go out and get another one for? Mm. I got enough with you. So, which, you know, work for me. But I mean, it's also there are people who want that. There are people who don't. It's- and who don't. And it's all fine. It's all fine. Mm. Well, I know, Sachi, you know, we have to continue this conversation because I feel like we've just touched on the surface, um, yeah. but, but I know people are like, let it be a happy hour, I don't want to hear nobody want and, and stuff. <laughs> so we will definitely do it again, maybe next month we can have, you know, Sachi's tips 
relationship <laughs> tips, one every month Anytime. for you guys. So thank you so much for, for coming back. You know, we love you and you just do look so love great. You guys too. And hopefully <laughs> uh, we're going to have a live soon and I'll let yes. you know when that is because I want you to join in so we can sure. give a shout out to you. Mm -hmm. And maybe say, Sachi will come to answer your, 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 your questions, your relationship questions. <laughs> Anytime. So, thank you so much, my love. You're most and welcome. Thank, thank you. you for having me. Thank you for everybody for joining us. And we will see you next week. Anything else you want to say, Mia? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>